you have a tremor in your hand. What's that all about? This is Dr. Tom Miller here today to tell you about that on Scope Radio. Access to our experts with in-depth information about the biggest health issues facing you today. The Specialists with Dr. Tom Miller is on The Scope. Hi, I'm here with Dr. Lauren Schreck. She's an assistant professor of neurology and specializes in movement disorders. And today she's going to help us try to figure out what tremors are about. Lauren, my patients talk to me about tremors pretty frequently, and they're different kinds, right? Could you kind of clue us in and tell us a little bit about the different kinds of tremors that people might experience? There are several types of tremors, but there are two most common ones that people will see in friends, family, and those include Parkinson's disease tremor. And that's the one you don't want to have. Right. Or if that's that's what people I think might be worried about. That's what people worry about uh, most commonly um, when they come in, actually. But they happen to have something called essential tremor. That's more common. That's more common than Parkinson's disease. But there are clear differences uh, between the two with essential tremor. It's mostly tremor. And that's your main symptom. What's unique about it is it doesn't occur when you're resting. So if you're resting and not doing anything, you don't, your hands are very still. Whereas when you try to do something with your hands, such as writing or even holding a coffee cup, your hands will be tremoring. And that's something unique. Oh, so this is interesting because I remember my grandfather, when he reached out to pick up his peas with a fork, he would have a lot of trouble with that. And then, of course, when he was resting, he, he didn't have that tremor. But he would always tell me that he thought this was Parkinson's. And I guess that's not true. That's a common misconception. And people really worry about it. And that's what they come in frequently to my office worrying about. And the reason why they worry is because they think of Parkinson's disease correctly as more of a progressive disorder. So they worry that that might be the start of a long progressive problem. But essential tremor, it can start sort of mild and stay mild, or does it progress also? Does the essential tremor get worse? Essential tremor definitely can get worse. And really, when it comes down to it, probably two decades from now, we're going to find out there's many different types of essential tremors. There are a lot of varieties of the different severity of tremor, what part of the body it includes. So most commonly... So it's not just the hands. Not just the hands. Head tremor can be involved, head and voice tremor. Well, I've heard some people, it sounds like their voice is, is almost trembling when they talk and you wonder if they're anxious, but it, actually it's the essential tremor that, or that type of tremor at least, right? It definitely can be. There's one other thing that can be mixed up or uh, misdiagnosed as essential tremor, and that's something that's much more rare, so most people haven't heard of it, and it's something called dystonic tremor, something when someone has dystonia, meaning abnormal spasm of a muscle that causes either pulling um, or abnormal postures. So is essential tremor mostly in both hands, or is it usually in one In most people, uh, essential tremor will come on in both hands. Patients who come in will complain of it more in their dominant hand, of course, but when you actually examine them, they'll have the tremor in both hands. Whereas with Parkinson's disease, by definition, it starts with one hand and at rest. So the Parkinson's tremor will be where someone is just sitting down and you see their hand moving on its own, tremoring rhythmically. Often people will describe it as a pill rolling tremor. You'll see the movement of the thumb and the finger kind of together. But the essential tremor is a little finer tremor and it's worse as you move towards something or try to do something. It's a finer based tremor, or I guess sometimes it can actually be a pretty, pretty marked tremor. 
Yeah, it can become severe. Uh, And most people don't come into a doctor for essential tremor. There's a lot more essential tremor out there than we see in our clinics. Um, So when people have done studies just knocking on doors and seeing if someone has tremor, the rates are much higher than would be estimated just by how many people come to clinic. Because the majority of people really, it's probably relatively mild, um, so they don't uh, see a physician about it. But in general, when you look at an essential tremor, you can have some people who have a very fine tremor, almost even a jerky sort of tremor. And then you can have other people who will have a tremor that is much more severe. They'll have, for example, when they hold up their hand in front of them, their finger may move up to three inches. Wow. That's, that's, that would be very difficult to live with, I would think. Do essential tremors travel in families? Are they associated with a family history? Because many of my patients will say, yeah, this is, I really haven't worried about it because I knew my dad had it and then and, and, and his mother had it. Yes, it's very common to see essential tremor strongly travel in families. In medical school, we're taught that it's uh, what they call autosomal dominant disorder so that <laughs> Each child has a 50% chance of getting the gene. Is that still true? Is it, does that hold? I would say there's definitely a subgroup uh-huh. where you definitely see that. But as I mentioned before, essential tremor probably includes many different tremors. Uh, that Some of them where you see clear family, family um, inheritance, others where you actually don't. Now, what about the age difference when these tremors might develop? Does the Parkinson's tremor occur a little bit later? That that pill rolling tremor you described, is that a little bit later on in life or an essential tremor earlier in life? On average, when you look at the large groups, you will see that essential tremor comes on a little bit earlier than Parkinson's disease. However, even within a single family who has multiple family members with this essential tremor, you may have one family member who has the onset at age 20 and another family member at age 75. So there really is not a clear indicator of what your diagnosis is based on the age of onset. Um, And in Parkinson's disease, the large majority of patients have their onset in their 60s, 70s. However, there is a small subset of patients who can have early onset Parkinson's disease. Um, A great example of that would be Michael J. Fox, who had his onset around age 30. Also, tremors are related to to certain drugs, I think. And then a lot of us think about people who are maybe withdrawing from alcohol having a tremor. Is that actually a tremor? Is that something that... uh is separate from what we've been talking about? The answer is yes and no. So you can get um, with certain drugs, most commonly I'm thinking of drugs that what they call block dopamine. So that would be in a class of medicines called antipsychotic medications or medications that can be used for mood stabilization. An old one is called Haldol. Those can cause a Parkinsonian tremor, and that's a very true tremor. And the tremor will go away when the medication is taken away, but it may take up to six to 12 months for the tremor to actually go away. Didn't know that. Um, Then there is uh, another. So you're talking about with alcohol, for example, or someone who is under stress. And this is something I often describe to my patients who have tremors because tremors always worsen with stress, whether it be a stress of having the flu 
or stress of having your mother-in-law coming to dinner. (laughs) And every single human being has the potential to have tremor. And what we call that is physiologic tremor. So whenever someone has is extremely hungry, didn't get enough sleep, they will get some very fine tremor in their hands. And you can also, there's sayings called uh, to shake with rage. Well, there's a reason for that because humans... That. Seems like that's about two times a week. <laughs> ...have a natural um, inherent tendency to have some tremor during times of stress. What would you say to the person that develops a tremor? Should they see a physician about the type of tremor they have if they're concerned? Or or could they be able by looking on the web to figure out if it was an essential tremor and maybe self-diagnose themselves? As self-diagnosis, I've definitely had patients who've correctly done that, but I would beware, highly beware beware of it. I think that anyone who um, has a tremor and has a concern about it should bring it up through their primary physician that they're going to be seeing, they should be seeing on a regular basis um, to begin with. If you're worrying and it's bothering you, you definitely should see a physician about it. And finally, there's treatment for both types, correct? Yes, there are treatments for both types. They are are very different, the approaches to treatment. And that would require a physician to make the diagnosis and provide the treatment. Thanks very much, Dr. Schrock. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.